on today's episode of Locked On Spartans. Uh, we don't really have much to talk about, but I think we'll try to find something. I don't know. We'll see. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello. Back. We're so back. 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 Welcome back. Welcome back in so many ways of one. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to winning basketball. Welcome back to MSU getting top five wins on the basketball court, Will. Hello, Will. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. My apologies. How are you doing Welcome today? back to another episode back. of Locked on Spartans. It is Wednesday, oh. February 24th. Fourth, winning Wednesday, baby. Yes. The year is 2021. Mm. I'm your host, Will Hunter, and I am joined by my ready-to-kick Brad Underwood in the nuts co-host, Matt Sheehan. I got a lot of respect for oh, Brad yeah. Underwood. Great coach. He's a great coach. Always thought highly of him. Uh, that changed yeah. tonight. Go screw yeah. yourself, dude. You just saw your team shoot 98 free throws in the last 10 minutes of a basketball game. How about you just, I don't know, coach Coffee to pass the ball to an open three-point shooter. Maybe just coach up any other player that isn't named IU or Kofi for that matter. Maybe do your job, Brad Underwood. Maybe do your job instead of just crying to the refs about every single call that is or isn't made. It's called your job, Brad. Do it. Are you speaking in hushed tones right now? I'm trying to because I have a sleepy oh, let child it out. Uh, here. Um, so I'm a little nervous about that. So yeah, if if I seem subdued, I'm really not on the inside. I'm screaming Just on let the it inside. Out. But uh, screw your kid. I don't. Well, I mean, I I I, I kind of like him. Kind of want him to sleep good. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but then again, it's, it's like, a top five win. It's a top game, five win. I know. I know. It's, it's his first get top five win. He's been in the for. I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go get him. Hold on. On today's episode of Lockdown Spartans, we are going to talk about Michigan State's win over Illinois. We're going to laugh and yell and just make so much fun of Illinois at some point. We are going to heap praise on the Spartans. And then we'll probably try to not pour a bucket of cold water on everything and be like, well, here's where everything stands. But just try to, like, inch some reality into the euphoria, right? Just, like, a reminder. Sneak a couple reminders in there of where things actually stand right now. I don't have a big bucket of cold water like I did after the Indiana game. No, 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 no. Yeah, sure. Okay, I understand that we have five regular season games left, and it is a tall task. But, Will, you know what was a tall task? A tall task was playing against yeah. Illinois, and they beat him by yeah. double digits. Or No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Just nine points. Uh, wait, hold on. Yep, nine points. Look at that. Look at that Big Ten education paying off. 81 minus 72, that's nine points it was, right there. It um, was double digits until Io Desunmu decided to steal the ball with three seconds left and go lay it in like a, like a really awesome, experienced, junior, mature person would. Right? That is, <laughs> that is just... He yeah, yeah. he had he, uh, Illinois plus yeah. ten on, on the yeah. live line. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, usually it's the losers' lament going class. It's always nice when you can be the winning team and, and call out the other team's lack of class. Oh whatever, whatever. You know, I mean, be yeah. classless, hey. be, be whatever you want. I don't really Late, care as hey, long you know as we're winners. Get that bucket, Ao. You, you know, pump up those stats, then get the hell out <laughs> of the city. 
Get out. And t- take your top five ranking with you. Oh, wait, that's oh. right. You can't because you will not be ranked top five. For Enjoy much that Actually, two seed. Until Monday. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy yeah. being a two Loser. seed in one of the top five or six teams that everyone's picking in the tournament. Losers. Losers. <laughs> Losers. We showed yeah, them well. We got them. for the uh, Illini. Uh, that's uh, plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. Matt, where do you want to start? Because I... Man, I, you know what? I, I, I do want to start with some players that I've been hard yes. on. We've yeah, been that's a perfect a lot of fan base has perfect. been very, very uh-huh. hard on. Um, in hindsight, I mean, hey, for good reason. Yeah. Um, it was been a bad stretch mm-hmm. of not weeks, months for Joey yep. Hauser and Rocket Watts. And my God, my heavens to Betsy, Will, their second half today were sensational. Rocket just really over the span of the entire game, I thought. Yeah. Played pretty damn good. There was a little hiccup here and there in the first mm-hmm. half, but overall, come on, man. Like, he's tasked with being the guy. Now, again, after having that role taken away from him, like, of all things, like, that's got to jack him up probably the most mentally. Um, but, man, it, just awesome. Awesome with the ball. Awesome with the floaters. And then I, I know it was just one play, but Joey Hauser, that three-pointer to make it a 14-point game, shades of Northern Iowa's Ali Farouk in a match against number one Kansas with the shot clock seemingly at 49 seconds left. Um, I, I can't believe, A, he shot that because where his confidence is. B, I can't believe he shot that with, uh, you got 14 seconds left in the shot clock. We really, I can't stress enough how much we don't need a three right now. Uh, but you know what, Will? Big ball Joey Hauser, baby. That was that was massive. And that was so awesome mm-hmm. to see him hit that shot. It was amazing to see Rocket have the game he's had. Um well, if we can give that rocket for the last five games, here's a hot take. You ready? You sitting down for this one? I am. That's a rocket watch I like to have for the last five games. Yep. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be beneficial. There we go. Um, yep. mm-hmm. I think it'll be a yeah. plus. Joey Hauser, 13 points in 14 minutes, took five shots, made all five, got to the line, hit five of six free throws, grabbed a couple rebounds, a couple assists, steal a block. That's an effective 14 minutes. Had uh, a couple bad turnovers, dribbled himself into one. Actually, I think he might have dribbled himself into two and, and got beat defensively a few times. But, like, man, if Joey sure. Hauser is coming in the game right now and if this ends up being his role, it, it's, you know, more limited, not doing a ton of facilitating or, or playmaking, but, like, hitting shots, getting in the post, getting to the line, like, that's fantastic. He can, oh, if, if he can do that, that would just be wonderful. And Rocket Watts, 13 points on 11 shots, got to the line. Five times, missed a couple free throws, but have five assists against one turnover, I thought, had, uh, for the most part, a good defensive game. MSU was switching a lot uh, on the perimeter. They were throwing different oh, looks yeah, at Dasunmu. There were certainly a couple of you know miscommunications and errors, but I thought Rocket, along with Brown, along with Henry, along with Langford, Pretty much did an outstanding job. You know, Dasunmu scored 17 points, uh, would have had 15 <laughs> saved for the last rebound, but still as it is, 17 points on 18 shots. For a guy who's either one or two for Big Ten Player of the Year, and he certainly, you know, that dude's going to make an impact on every single game he's in, but to limit him to 6 of 18 shooting, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, and, and Kofi Coburn scored 13 points 
on 11 shots, only grabbed six rebounds. You know, he grabbed three offensive rebounds and I think dunked every single one of them, but like holding him to under 50% shooting, that's a guy who shoots like 60 something percent uh, from the floor from two. He doesn't shoot threes. Uh, Just an impressive all around defensive performance and limiting that team to Matt, this is one of the best shooting teams in the country. Number eight in effective field goal percentage coming into this game. Wow. Number 10 at three-point shooting. Number 19 at two-point shooting. Here's their splits. 40% from the field, 29% from three. They went 19, Matt, 19 for 43 from two. 19 to 34 as well from the free throw line. So just a really good job by Michigan State defensively, making them miss a crap ton of shots that uh, they're not used to missing. It was a beautiful game plan. I mean, listen, you, if you've listened to this podcast, we know we've questioned some of these, those decision-making throughout the season, but th- this was vintage, just a masterpiece of what they're going to do defensively. Uh, just throwing the whole kitchen sink at IU, not fighting through the screens, but instead passing them off to, okay, hey, oh, I was just going to slide a guy in front of you. Okay, see ya. Here's another one that's going to be greeting you at the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck with him. Um, but more so... Uh, how they managed Coburn. We've seen MSU get thrashed by big men uh, over and over this season, but Izzo saw, and I got this tidbit from the uh, Fox Sports 1 broadcasting crew, that Coburn has two assists in Big Ten play. Yep. He gets the ball, and he's got one Holy focus. Smokes. Get to the rim. I thought that Nick Ward, like, rarely passing the ball, drove me insane. Like, he he looks like John Stockton compared to uh, Coburn. <laughs> it's It's unbelievable. Like, so he knew that, all right, well, when he gets it, that's a black hole. He's he's, he's just going to suck the ball and just never, ever get it back. And they, what, minimum of three guys draped on him immediately uh, upon him getting the ball? And not once did he think of just, you know, popping the ball back out to his uh, top ten shooting team in the country from three-point land? Like, okay, hey, you do you, man. Um, But, no, it was a brilliant, brilliant defensive game plan by the coaching staff here. Uh, clearly, I mean, come on, I mean, that's – the, the, the proof is in the 13-point the, the by Coburn putting and the uh, 5 from 17 from 3-point mm-hmm. land putting right there, too. Will. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to pause here for a second. I'm going to come back. When we get back, we're going to come back, and I'm going to give you some uh, interesting stats from this game that I think, uh, I don't know how repeatable they are, but are indicative of like, hey, when this is going like this, Michigan State can actually be a, a pretty damn good team. First, a word for Bill Barr. Bill Barr, Will, Will. Spartans had their Bill Bars before this one, Matt. They sure did, and do you know who else did? Yours truly on this oh, end of the microphone. So did I. Well, I got apple almond crisp Woo! is what I went with. Nice. I finally got my uh, peanut butter crispy bars. Dude, how good are you those? You weren't lying. They are fantastic. No, no it's like a crunch bar, but better. It is. It's, it's fantastic. Just great. So Bill Bars got all these amazing flavors. They're coming out with new stuff like all the time, too. They got the classics. You know, peanut butter, peanut butter brownie, toffee almond, salted caramel. They got these new flavors and the new and improved formula. Carrot cake, Matt just mentioned one, apple almond crisp. Then they got like peanut butter crispy, which is like a new thing they're trying out. And I'm sure there's going to be more crispy flavors coming out. They've got the uh, coconut brownie chunk, which is absolutely fantastic. Just banger after banger. These bars are all covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew and they're not just delicious on your taste buds, Matt. They are delicious. On your body. 
Butter. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Like the peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. You're not going to beat that. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, one word LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Tiger Woods is hospitalized after a car crash early Tuesday morning. Host Peter Burkowski gives you the latest details on that story. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Matt. I can't believe they won. This is still insane to me. Like, and, and, and like convincing win, too. Oh, like, I, I know look, that we sweat out the last 12 minutes it, and they were up. Double digits they for all but, like, team. what, six seconds of that? They but clowned man, like, them. They, <laughs> it was a punkin'. They made a team with a seven-foot, 300-pound, chiseled mountain of a man look mm-hmm. tiny, weak, soft. I, I, I'm i not going to go and be like, Illinois, is, Illinois can't win in March. Like, I'm much less confident in them right now than I was before that game because that was – mentally and physically weak like they're playing a team that is Mm -hmm. like playing with two and a half legs not a good season a team that's really really struggling and you let that team punk you you let them get physical with you foul you hit you Play harder yeah. than you, and you, you just, let the rim block you. For you let the rim block you. Game. I mean, cheesy Your coach is losing his mind the entire game on the sidelines, despite shooting, excuse me, twenty more free throws before the hack of fest at the end to you know try mm-hmm. to stay in the game. Like the it was thirty four to fourteen before the last three fouls uh, for Michigan State when Illinois was trying to like claw back into it, like. Michigan State had two bigs get fouled out and another one get thrown out for a flagrant two. Yeah, yeah he got his money's worth. <laughs> it was it was a bang bang play. It was tough. I'm glad I. Um, it was tough, but I I, I understand yes. how the flagrant two was issued. I yeah. do too. I'm glad Io uh, is not injured. He didn't seem mm-hmm. to be sure. Uh, anyway, all of that, and you're gonna scream and complain and whine at the refs the entire game instead of like, hey, we're down eight here. Maybe we should try to get back in this game. Oh, shit. Now we're down 20. Maybe just spend a little bit less time whining, complaining, getting stuffed by the rim and missing layups, and just play a little harder. There's there's no sport as much as basketball where, like, the players emulate their coach more, right? Like, you you are who your coach is, basically, more times in basketball than you are other sports, and you saw it there today. And hey, listen, I'm not saying like Illinois is an overrated team. I still think they're one of the ten best teams in the country. They're I great. mean, that that is a great team. That's not a fluky win. They still got out coached. They still got out toughed. If I could borrow the, that cliche. But yeah, man. I mean, you you saw the emotion bleed a little too far over for them on the court, and that's because yeah. of the defensive game plan. Not to go back to that, but like they were pestering them just right out of the yeah. jump and that was just not so that they're comfortable with they're frustrated they were on their heels the entire game i mean that they had number 15 try to lose his mind at the, at the huddle to fire up his team and then within 45 seconds gets pinned by the rim like 
what a, that, that's a claw move right there. <laughs> that's tough. That was a tough look for. Yeah, that's that's like a quarterback giving a pump speech and then first yeah. drive pick six. Like no, that's no, you know what it is. To this guy, it's, you know what it is. It's Matt Hasselbeck winning the coin toss in a playoff <gasps> game and saying that's, we're going to yeah. take the ball and we're going to score and then throwing a pick score. six three <laughs> plays later. Yeah, that's so, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, Bashan Chavili, six foot nine guy getting uh, stuffed by the rim, wide open. Six nine, you're getting pinned by the that's rim. Tough. That's tough. That's that a is tough, tough. Look, but no, I mean they they totally crumbled. Like, yeah, they got back into it late because they got to shoot 35 free throws, even though they missed a bunch so, of them. That still helped. And Trent Frazier was farting out some threes there uh, at the end. And that's great. Yeah. But, like, Michigan State clowned them, and it very easily could have been a blowout. Right. Because, like, I, I know that me and you and anyone listening to this podcast, like, our, our green glasses were on. We were sweating that game out. I would love to talk to, like, a neutral bystander and be like, hey, do you think it was ever – in question that MSU was going to win, they'd probably be like, no, was... no, they kicked Illinois' ass the entire game. What are you, what are you talking about? Are we t- we're talking about the same game, the one last night? <laughs> so, yeah. But, hey, we're listen, we are a fragile family right now. Um, we've gone through a lot this year. We've seen some bad things happen per- in the second half with big leads at home before with a big man cooking. Um, so excuse us for, for being a little on that year. Yeah. Uh, season winds down. Yeah. All right, Matt. Here's some stats. Hit me, Will. I want you to actually. To I want you to try along. to guess this. Yeah. Um, how do you? How many stocks do you think Illinois had? Steals plus blocks. How many do you think Illinois had? Keep in mind, Illinois coming into this game, had. coming into this game, Michigan State was the very worst team in the Big Ten in Big Ten play. Fourteen out of fourteen at letting the other team steal the ball from them. So how many steals oh, plus blocks yeah. do you think Michigan State or do you think Illinois had? I mean, it was a rough first five minutes, but I really don't remember a lot after that. So give me like seven, six. Good guess. Hey, okay. good guess. All right. All right, look at me. How many stocks do you think Michigan State had? Oh well, Bingham sunned someone uh, in the game selection. Count as five right there on that. Um, <laughs> it, give it me, just counted give as me, one. Give me. Uh, <laughs> give me 11, 11, 11. They had 16. Okay, not not so good of a guess. Okay, so I'm one for That's two. Okay. They had seven steals and nine blocked shards. Wow. Sh- <laughs> nice, there we go. Shorty! Shorty! <laughs> Marcus Bingham had three of the team's nine blocks, Shorty. Oh my god. <laughs> That's... Marcus oh, man, Bingham three, had three, three blocks, blocks in 12 dude. minutes, yeah. Henry had a couple... Um, Langford had a length. That's a great, that's the most beautiful stat. I'm sorry. I, I'm no, I, my, my ADD is kicking in right now. 16, 15 points, 16 boards, 16. one assist, two steals, a block, <laughs> and just one turnover. It's an absolutely incredible stat line for him. That is a, a painting of a box score right there. He looked explosive and healthy and like he looked mad and like he looked like a desperate sen- senior yeah i mean we've seen it with every Izzo team you know at different points especially when the season isn't going as great never has it gone this bad though of course um and yeah you're wondering if like all right is it gonna click for these guys or are they like too far in the hole now for it to click like oh no the the dog is out in Langford now <laughs> you don't get 15 and 16 just just by happenstance that is mm-hmm. a, a gutsy performance right there yeah you can you can get a handful of rebounds two three maybe that just kind of clank your way you don't get sure. 16 <laughs> by no, just 16. having them. some of them just look mean too yeah um, all right one more stat that is uh certainly indicative of well actually I want to do two more 
Um, okay. Indicative of when things are going well for Michigan State. Um, how many turnovers do you think Illinois had? Ten. They had 11. Okay. How many did your Michigan State Spartans have? Seven. They had eight. <sighs> for the first time, Matt. Oh, the Aodasuma one at the end screwed me over there. Eh, for the right. first time since January 2nd, when they oh were my. at Nebraska. At Nebraska, <laughs> January 2nd was the last time Michigan State won the turnover battle in a basketball game. Well, that's a long time. That is so long ago. Aaron Henry, five assists, two turnovers. Rocket Watts, five assists, one turnover. Josh Langford, one turnover. Gabe Brown didn't turn it over in 32 minutes on the floor. Marcus Bingham, no turnovers. He's someone who's had issues. Yes, Joey Hauser had a couple. Kithier had an offensive foul one. Um, they took care of the ball so well, so much better than they had. And they faced pressure for, what, 12 minutes? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. 10, 10 to 12 minutes, they had pretty much a full-court press. It wasn't yeah, an, uh, an insane, super aggressive one where they're trapping everything, but it was for a little while, and they were they were, sweat, yeah. Yeah, they were bringing pressure. And Michigan State wasn't trying to do anything special, just like break it, get over the half-court line with two seconds left before the violation. <laughs> but only eight turnovers, Matt. No, I mean – Great game, and that is a testament to Watts, how he took care of the ball today. Uh, you know, one, one time for Hauser, too. Um, I know it wasn't a perfect game, but he did look a little better. Listen, I, I know he had two turnovers still, but, man, like it, it could have been a lot hairier for him in the final five minutes of the game when he was tasked to go back out there and close this game out, something that he probably is not confident in doing until, well, that ball leaves his hand on the three-pointer, and you can see the confidence kind of rush back to him. Also hitting those free throws down the stretch too, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's that's big time, and those two guys really, I mean, not, not to go back to our first segment already, but the, super, super glad to see those guys have great games. Yeah, and I know we, we we've talked about, like, I don't know, a lack of toughness within the team, like mental toughness. And and really, there have been plenty of moments this season where it's like, man, they just kind of folded up. Or like Hauser against Purdue is a perfect example. Like down the stretch, winnable game, back-to-back-to-back turnovers, just brain farts, just out there not making winning plays, doing stuff that you're just like, man, He looks lost. He looks confused. He looks nervous. This team looks shook, whatever it is. And for Hauser to come off a bunch of games kind of like that and then be pretty much thrown out on the floor because all the other bigs had either fouled out or on the verge of fouling out or had been ejected. (laughs) Like It's like, hey, Joey, go play center, I guess. Yeah, go get him, A. Hey, don't worry about their center. He's he's nothing. He's, no, you've probably never heard of his name before, right? He only has a hundred. I can't believe Underwood on. didn't go right back to Cobra oh. after Sosoka got ejected. Like I he's, can't believe that they just let that dirty little go. secret, Matt. A dirty yeah. little secret. He's not a very good basketball player. He was well, and he they, was better he, than anyone else they had at center. He was game. he was really um, not having a, a good night. He was very frustrated, very upset. They should have probably gone to him more, but. I'd rather I mean, like I'm going down yeah. swinging with Dasunmu at that point. Anyway, I, uh, anyway, I like my anyway, 
Anyway, yeah, I mean, Whoa. if he had a post move, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, yes. Anyway. Any who. For, for Hauser to really struggle like that and, like, struggle openly to the point where, like, they're doing close-ups on his face after a Purdue against <laughs> or turnover yeah. against Purdue, and you're like, oh, my God, is he, he looks like he's going to cry. Like, I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, that was not good. For him to respond with that, like, thrown into the late game, like, pressure is starting to turn up. Yeah, they were up eight, but that was still a big three. He nailed it. He was composed. He really made a couple smart, smart plays helping break the press. A couple of times it was like guys were like, looked like they're about to be trapped, and then Hauser just flashed, and right in front of him was like, I'm here. And like he did that (laughs) two or three times down the stretch, hit free throws, which can always be tricky at the end of a game. And help them seal a win and did it with like mentally tough, smart decisions at the end of a game. Courageous decisions. It's it's It takes courage to want the ball in your hands when you know you're going to get fouled and you have to go hit free throws. It does. There are players yeah. who fold away from that because they're not good free throw shooters. They're not confident in their ability to do it. He didn't do that. He stepped up to the line, hit his free throws, hit a big three. And I don't know what it means, if it means anything moving forward, but I was really, really happy for him. It must have just felt like a weight off his shoulders, a monkey off his back, whatever you want to say. Just like, finally, a winning play in a big spot. I've been waiting for this for so long. (laughs) All right, we're going to finish up the show with more of this – I want to talk about the what what's going on with the rotation and just sort of how we sort of see this working moving forward, okay? Okay, yeah. We can do that. First word from betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And, Matt, it's free to sign up. Sure is. You're darn tootin'. All you got to do, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit with a promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. It's Wade and Ward Wednesdays. Love it. Love the alliteration. Wade and Ward Wednesdays on Locked On College Football. Hosts Andrew Wade and Josh Ward get you over the Wednesday hump as they discuss the biggest storylines across the nation and start our experts' look at the upcoming weekend of college football action. Mm, a little FCS action, Matt. A little Love FCS. That. Love that. Subscribe to Lockdown College Football wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, here's the minutes breakdown um, for your Michigan State Spartans, okay? Hit me. Henry played 39, Langford played 36, Brown played 32, Watts played 31. How are we feeling about that breakdown, that distribution, just through those four guys? In a perfect world, I absolutely positively love it. But mm-hmm. with, what, five games in the next, what is it now, 10 days, 11 days, 
12 days let's cut uh, whatever it is yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not, sh- I'm not sure if i like it yeah i know that their college kids are young spry athletes uh but what well, that's that's a lot of minutes but you know what uh smoke them if you got them uh <laughs> now, now's the time to burn up these minutes and run the legs into the ground i guess so yeah hey i mean just from an actual like basketball lineup standpoint they, uh, i clearly love those minutes it resulted in a nine point win over a top five team yeah I, i'm into it it's going to have to be something that they manage, but that is kind of what I'm hoping, expecting to see down the stretch. Like, you know, maybe we can get a 35 or 36er in there for Henry, and Langford can play 32. We can try to manage some minutes. Yeah, we'll see. Like, can you just, I don't know, beat Indiana by like 17 at home? Just, yeah, just get sure. one game in there, or you know what? When you play Ohio State, if you're going to lose, just lose by like 40. Right. I like how I beat Indiana by 17 instead, and I agree with that, but they were also up by like 17 this game. (laughs) We saw that one. It could have been. Yeah, it could have been this game. Um, But it seems pretty clear, Matt, those four guys are going to be very heavily featured Mm -hmm. in all the lineups moving forward. Yeah, you, You gentlemen are the team now. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, good, good. Yeah, I wish this would have happened a month ago. Uh, that's that's for a different podcast. We, we can say that for yeah. a post loss podcast, but yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Weird night at center because Coburn is just physically different than anyone else in the conference, and say. plays uh, a different style of center than anyone else in the conference. We'll see uh, against Ohio State. I think those four guys are going to get a lot of run, and then we'll see what they do. Because I thought Bingham played really well. A um, mm-hmm. couple times rebounding, like, yeah, that's going to happen when Kofi Coburn elbows you and pushes you and throws his forearm into you. It doesn't get called for it. Like of course, he's gonna yeah. get, He's going to get some offensive rebounds over you. But he blocked three shots in 12 minutes, went three for three from the field, finished two and ones, Matt. That was absolutely insane. And also hit the free throw the second time he did it, too. I, I yeah, almost just yeah. melted on the spot. Yeah, so seven points on just three field goal attempts. Super efficient game for him. And, you know, it was affecting shots around the rim. Kithier did some nice things as well. Set some really good screens to get going. Yeah, damn good um, screens. Will, he does the little <laughs> things right, doesn't he? <laughs> does He does the little <laughs> things right. Um, he had like a really – he drew a foul because Coburn elbowed him in the chin. Uh, and that wasn't reviewed because, you no, know, no, 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 no. why would it be? That, right. um, Coburn elbowed him in the chin, and then he, it was like, all right, that a boy, Thomas, way to fight for position. And then he came <laughs> back down and set an illegal screen the next time. I was like, damn yeah, it, Kithier. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to say, on. if he got away with it, that's a, it was a very good illegal yeah. screen that he put. Like, no one was going to buy him. Uh, he did some nice things. It's just like an impossible ask for him. Like, when Bishan Shavili was out there, yeah, Kithier, fine. But giving up four inches all the reach and a hundred pounds to Coburn. Like that was just not a good spot for Kithier marble five hard fouls. Let's go baby. That's honestly, I absolutely loved it. Listen, Hey, he, he listened to our podcast a few days ago. Yeah. There are 20 fouls amongst all four guys that play the five. You gave out, them. <laughs> they gave out 17 of them, Matt. Oh, I, I love it. It was awesome. I had a grin until like I realized that, uh-oh, we're now down to Bingham's one foul. <laughs> now, yeah. then it was less fun. But uh, up until that point, yeah. I had a blast. Marble played seven minutes, put up six shots, scored six points, grabbed two offensive rebounds, and fouled out. 
That's <laughs> like, honestly dream game for a center. I, I love that. Incredible Julius Marble stat line. That's big time. Absolutely incredible. Um, and then Sissoko, I don't know. It didn't do too much. Just was clubbing dudes in the head. Sure. That was it was tough on Dasumu because he was going up with it and he was going to like block it. I and by the time Dasumu got up there, the ball was gone and he was losing his balance and it was just I it ended up really bad. I, was, I, I also think, was, think when the refs go to the monitor and they say, Hey, wait, we've yeah. seen this kid in a review before. Like yeah. I don't think that helps. Like I know it's not supposed to, but um I think they had some yeah. memory callback there is like, wait a minute. Wait just a yeah. second here. Hold on. Yeah. This we need to get this guy out of the game. He is a danger to everyone's health and safety. But <laughs> honestly, like, low key, like I loved it. It was great. I love I love the hard fouls, man. <laughs> I I fan of the big good hard fouls. Next time, let's not hit him in the head. Yeah, yeah let's keep it pulling you know, back. Um, let's yeah, let's hit a shoulder. Let's yeah, know, yeah. swat their arm. Yeah. Hit him. Give him a good uh, in yeah. the chest. You know, mm-hmm, that's fine right. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just try not to club dudes in the head. Yeah, dome shots uh, frowned, uh, officially frowned upon by by this podcast. Yeah. That, that's our stance yeah. we're taking. There I don't. I, I don't think it was an intentionally dirty play. I think he was just no. Clumsily, I, I don't clumsy either. in the air and not in control, which is mm-hmm. it's not just as bad as being dirty, but like it's like, hey, come on, big boy basketball. Let's let's control our arms a little bit better. Um, but rotation wise. Kind of really liked everything that happened here outside of the center spot being weird because of the nature of Coburn drawing 17 fouls. Just do it every game, honestly. Like, whenever there's yeah. a guy that doesn't shoot free throws well. Also, really quick, uh, Fox Sports 1, nearly 70% free throw shooter oh from my Coffee God. Coburn. He shoots, he shoots 58%. 58%. I, I, don't 58% I don't know how close that is. I don't know how close that is. I don't know who it was, and I... I don't think this person was biased at all. Mm-hmm. I think this person was just either having an off night or is maybe a little dumb. Doesn't know how percentages work, right? Um, col- uh, color man, color commentator. I don't know who it was. Yeah, didn't have a good night. Tough night. Hit some moments. Uh, it's okay for old buddy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the most physical basketball game I've seen all year. Like, do you think right now, as we're recording an hour after the game, he's still saying to himself? There's a lot of game left. There's a lot of time left. There's a lot. He was like a he was like a Woody pull toy. Every every 45 seconds. Well, a lot of game left. A lot of game left. 13 seconds left. Game's an 11 point game. Well, a lot of game. A lot left. of ball game left. <laughs> like, uh, a lot of ball game like, left. God, we get it. <laughs> yeah. He. It was just like annoying. It was just like. Yeah. At least with Dockich. I know he's like hot takey and whatever, but at least like when he talks about basketball things, he generally has like the right information and sort of knows what he's talking about, even if he says it in just the most grating way possible. That dude did not have any idea what he was saying 90% of the game. He was just, Mm -hmm. he was on Space Mountain. Yeah, no, it was uh, fascinating. It was a nice little wrinkle in the broadcast. I'm just glad it wasn't yeah. Dakic, honestly. Like, I'm I'm not a, a pro Dakic guy. I'm not as anti him as, as most people are, but it was just a nice change of pace. Oh yeah, like whatever. I'm honestly whatever about him. But like when it's three games in in a row, you're like come on, let's get, let's get someone. Else. Even though one was a win at Indiana, and it's like, hey, Dakic calling a good game that I feel good about. You know, because he's even more grading when your team's losing. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. you just got to switch it up a little bit. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how there are, there are 
many people that listen to his radio show every single day. I don't know how they do it. Sometimes just got to get a different voice in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt. Talk to me. I know. I I I wanna I wanna buy in. I I walked into the room my wife was in after the game. I let out a long, deep sigh, and I just uttered the words, "I have hope again." I have hope. <laughs> and her response was, "Oh no!" <laughs> so that's where we're at at uh, this end of the microphone here. <laughs> I I just like I don't want to trust this team. I don't want to buy in. Yeah, they've played three consecutive quarters, one on the road against a good team, two at home against an elite team um, that look like what we thought they could be. I don't want to say like, yeah, here we go. This is it. This is going to happen. Now they're they're getting in. And like I know yesterday I said, if they win this game, I'll, I'll believe they, they'll get in the tournament. I, I'm not sure that they do yet. I don't want to get myself hyped up for it, but they're going to have a shot to win every single game the rest of the season if they play like they have the last. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, instead of walking into like the last few games with absolutely no hope, which I kind of had, save for maybe the oh, yeah. Indiana Maryland game. Um, yeah, I, I've got uh, hope. I, do I think they will win all those games? No, but no. like I think they'll have a fighter's chance in it, which is not something that I could say five days ago. No, nope. and. Like, you, two more wins could get them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they're like, oh, well, 4-2, get them in the conversation. Like, but we're in the conversation of are we a 6 or a 7 seed at that point for 4-2 and two at the, the rest of the way with this slate? Like, yeah, man. <sighs> that was a good win, though. Dan was at a good win, Matt. Yeah. That ruled. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh... Feels good to have a basketball team winning big games yeah. again. I enjoyed that. Um, all right. That's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow where we will probably be previewing another game, won't we? Uh, the Dan's and Y, so yeah. Yep. Michigan State plays Ohio State on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they do. I just had to confirm that. So we'll be previewing that, and maybe we'll talk about Ben Van Summeren. <laughs> uh, we'll get to him in May, yeah. And we will uh, see how many spots Michigan State dropped in the net rating. So that'll be fun. <laughs> there we go, well. nice. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Matt? Uh, Michigan State golf. Uh, sorry, it is February twenty fourth. Uh, Michigan State golf alumna Alyssa Farrell made her LPGA debut at the two thousand seventeen Shoprite Classic. Well, go green, go green, you beautiful people. Let's let's enjoy this win Wednesday here. <laughs>